Here we uncover the traditions that are working for successful parents. For the parents who are ready to do things differently but aren't sure how, go to wandahoward.com and download my free blueprint. It will help you create the difference you've been looking for and enable your kids to be emotionally healthy and confident throughout their lives. Now is the time to start doing things differently. Welcome back, everybody, to the Successful Parents Podcast. I'm your host, Wanda Howard. And as we're heading into this new year, I am loving this Friday morning. I'm in my PJs. I'm just embracing my fuzzy hair that is everywhere. And just thinking on all of the dreams and all of the ambitions and goals that we have for this year, all of us come into a new year feeling like the possibilities are endless. And we get these big ideas and we want the best for our families and best for our kids, but how do we actually achieve them? How do we know if it's all going to happen by the end of the year? We don't want to look back on it with regrets. So in the last episode, I had Vanessa quickly on my show. She's the founder of Chatbooks. Her story is amazing. And we dived deep into how to create memories that and capture them, not just in chat books, not just in uh, something you can hold, but in your heart and in your home. And, and it's beautiful, beautiful traditions that they have in their family and how they balance things between work life and family life. So definitely go back to that episode if you want to learn more about how Vanessa Quigley specifically did it with her family, how their home is a home of love, of understanding and growing together. Um, I believe firmly that we can learn so much when we learn from each other and see what other people are doing that we look up to and try to aspire to those. But as we do that, I don't want us to get lost in trying to mimic We have Instagram and Facebook and Twitter and all these social media accounts that we're constantly being bombarded with what it looks like, all the different things that other people are doing. And so today's episode, I wanted to talk about sustaining memories, memories that you can be making right now that will sustain you to the next moment, to the next big adventure, to the next thing that you're trying to build with your kids and enable you to get there in exciting ways instead of feeling stressed and weighed out, weighed down by what if, all the what ifs. What if it doesn't work out? What if it doesn't look as good as their pictures? What if everybody's not smiling? What if somebody gets hurt? What if there's hiccups? All of those things. How do we build sustaining moments? Well, in the sustaining moments, we... Okay, let me back up. First, we have our big goals. What kind of moments do you want to create for the year? As you think about the moments that you want to have for this year, whether that's vacations or experiences that you want your kids to have with their nanny or babysitter, or maybe it's with extended family or activities or hobbies or your work or whatever the goals and dreams that you have for this year, we start thinking very much about the finite details of what it will look like, of what it will feel like to get there. And all of that is wonderful and needed, but inevitably there's something that will continually frustrate us and keep us from achieving our full potential in the picturesque moments that we want to create. And that is the hiccups. That is the the things that inevitably will go wrong and there will be things that you cannot prepare for. And that is so frustrating. I know firsthand for me, I do not like having my big, huge plan 
all set in motion, knowing that there's going to probably be something that goes wrong, but having no idea where that thing is going to come from and having no idea how to be prepared for that until I figured out this one beautiful um, tradition that I've started in our family. And it has helped so much to be able to be prepared for the unknown, for the hiccups, for all of the failures and all of the things that could go wrong in building the dreams that we're trying to create this year. So I wanted to share that with you as a gift so you can start using it in your family because truly there is nothing like (laughs) having the most amazing moment that you've built up for months trying to get to this amazing adventure or amazing uh, business convention or whatever it is. And then something goes wrong and it feels out of control. And that out of control is what will send us into a whirlwind of frustrations if we don't know how to deal with it. So here's my gift to you. That is, we already know how to feel and envision what it's going to be like for the grand um, goals and dreams that we have. We know what that feels like. And thinking about the frustrations that might come up or the failures or the things that could go wrong, we oftentimes just push those aside and be like, well, we'll just have a good attitude, hope it works out and deal with it when it comes along. But instead, I want you to start envisioning what it is going to feel like when those hiccups come, when the possibilities of all the things going wrong happen. What will you do? What will it feel like to you? To illustrate what I mean with this, um, I, I have a story for you and how it applied in our life beautifully. And I love, 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 love this story. Um, so my kids were learning how to ride a bike. And now my nine-year-old, she probably, we got a bike for her about five. And we tried really hard to help her ride that bike and ride that bike and ride that bike. But as we tried to help her, she was so afraid of falling down. She was so afraid of it not working. And we kept trying to help her. And she just, she just gave up completely. She was so scared that she didn't even want to try anymore. And it took years to get her to get back on that bike. And so when she didn't learn to ride until she was, uh, maybe she was eight, maybe it was right before she turned nine, but anyway, she didn't learn to ride until last year. And what happened though, is every single time before when they would fall down, I would get not disappointed in her, but frustrated with what am I supposed to do? I've never taught a kid how to ride a bike before. What was I supposed to do differently? How was I supposed to coach her through this? And it wasn't, I wasn't frustrated that she was failing or that she kept falling down, but I was frustrated that I didn't know how to make the difference. Was it just more practice or all those things? And so, um, but what I did differently when she did start writing again was I envisioned who do I want to be when she does mess up? She is going to mess up. She is going to fall down. She is going to have failures. What do I want it to feel like when she does? And as I started to envision the kind of person I wanted to be in those situations, I started to see a calm. I started to see me being proud of her and me being able to comfort her and me not feeling like I needed to coach her and needed to help her get back up on the bike, not trying to get her to do anything, but me just being proud of her for trying. And so 
as I just embraced what that would feel like to be in that moment of sadness with her, then when it came along, I didn't act, I didn't even uh, contribute this frustrating feeling into the situation. And she got up on her own. She decided to keep going and she kept leaning into it. But the other cool thing was words came to me that never would have come to me in a million years. When she fell down the first time, I came to her and I was thrilled. I was so proud of her for getting back up on that bike when she hadn't been willing to for years. And so when that time came, what I when I was embracing that moment, I had envisioned what I would feel like. Words came to me again that had never entered into my mind before. And what I said was, Emery, I am so proud of you for falling down, for finding something worth falling for. And that has become our new family mantra. The idea that our kids are willing to put themselves out there, are willing to put themselves into situations that they know they could get hurt. They know that things could go wrong, but it's worth it to them. It's worth the fall. It's worth getting hurt for. And that was something that really helped turn this memory around, helped the whole situation become better. I um, I don't think when I envisioned teaching my kids how to ride bikes that I had this beautiful sunset picture of riding off into the sunset, nothing ever going wrong, but I hadn't really planned for what will we do when it does, because it will. So what will you do in your life when things do go wrong? Imagine what how you want to respond. What do you want to feel like? What do you want to be able to respond with? And as you start to envision those things, it will enable you with words and insights and peace in those chaotic hiccups that will enable you to fulfill those dreams, continue on with the goals and the ambitions and the picturesque moments that you want without the failures and the hiccups feeling like failures and hiccups, see, because you've already incorporated them into what you're dreaming of. And I had one last thing I want to share along with that. So now, and my seven-year-old, the same thing. She was learning to ride along with her sister at the same time. And she would fall down and we'd tell her the same thing. We're so proud of you for falling down. And But while she was learning to ride her bike, um, I was trying to help her use one step at a time. First, we were like, okay, um, first, just bounce on the bike. Just stand there with your feet on the ground and lift your feet up and balance and lift your feet up and balance. As soon as she was good with that, then we went over into the next thing and um, we're like, okay, just walk with the bike. And as soon as she was comfortable with that, we're like, okay, now walk and lift up and walk and lift up. And and so, you know, just little tiny baby steps along the way and trying to figure out um, how to make it comfortable as she went from step to step to step. So she didn't get, let the fear of falling keep her from um, trying. And so one of the steps that I had her do was she was at the top of this hill and she had been riding down back and forth with her feet off the ground, not on the pedals yet, um, but still kind of tapping the ground along her as she went along. And so this time I told her, okay, now try to just do it with your feet off, like off the ground and just touch your pedals. You don't have to leave them on your pedals. You don't have to pedal at all. Just touch your pedals once and see what that feels like. And so she started down the hill and she put her feet all the way on her pedals and she started propelling forward as she pedaled even faster forward. And she was so excited. 
And she went all the way down the hill and she came to a beautiful stop and she was so proud of herself. And that moment was beautiful in of itself. And I loved that moment. But then recently, about a week ago, she came to me and she was just smiling and she cuddled up in my lap and she said, mom, you know what I was thinking about? I was like, what? What were you thinking about? And she's like, I was thinking about how proud I am of myself. I'm like, oh, good. Well, what what made you think of that? And she's like, well, I'm really proud that I didn't listen to you. <laughs> and at first I was like, I had this moment happen in my head of this is a funny way to start <laughs> some way that you're proud of yourself is telling me that you are proud you didn't listen to me. And the other thing that happened is how cool, how amazing, how grateful I am that our home is a place where our kids, I don't have to wait for years down the road to know if they did something that I said not to do because they know they can tell me. They know they can tell everything about what's in and out of their lives. That is was an incredible moment for me. But then the next thing that she said was she retold that story of, you know, when you told me to just tap the pedals, but I didn't listen. I put my feet all the way on the pedals and I kept pedaling forward. I'm really proud of myself for being brave enough to do something uh, that the fall was worth it. And so I just thought, holy cow, this little human, this little being, I could have been so mad at her. And I know when I was first a parent, when <laughs> things were so rocky and I was trying my hardest just to let my kids see how much I was doing for them, that a statement like that would have really rocked my core of like, are you kidding me? Don't, don't you realize all the things that I was trying to do for you in that moment? But instead, when she relayed like, I'm so proud of myself for doing what I knew I could do, even though you didn't know I could do it yet. And that that is what I want to help you create this year is an open a vibrancy in your kids, in your communication with them, in your connection with them. It's so, so possible. Our kids are brilliant and capable. And it's because we provide an environment as parents for them to be able to speak their mind, speak what they're going through. They're going to learn. And so again, I want to leave you with the message that as you're creating your goals, as you're creating all of the beautiful visions in your head of what will happen this year, remember to envision what the beautiful moments will look like in the hiccups, in the failures. What do you want to feel like? What do you want it to be like? And as you do that, you will be able to start feeling a peace and a calm and a confidence that comes with succeeding because you know that those moments are going to come. And so as you envision what they're going to be like, when they happen, it'll feel like a success story instead of getting in the way of your story. It's so cool. I love, love the little things that we can start doing today that make a difference in the long run. Also, again, go back and listen to the last episode where I interviewed Vanessa quickly. It's incredible the different traditions that we can learn from from each other. Her and her family story is so cool. And her product with the chatbooks is such an amazing, amazing gift to simplify a mom's life of being able to capture the moments, capture the memories that we are creating this year and for years to come. Our kids need to be able to hold on to those. So love you all. Thank you so much for being here and we will see you all next time. Thank you again for being a part of our podcast family and for the difference you are making right now in the world and in the walls of your own home. 
If you're wanting to support parents everywhere, you can do that by leaving a rate and review. This helps so many find connection and answers they are searching for. Also, don't forget to go to WandaHoward.com and get your own free parenting blueprint. I love you all and we will see you next time.